Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. My throat is already giving up. <laughs> this is not good. Oh, God. You're already sick of it. You're already sick of it. Um, hey, yeah. guys. Hey, Alex. Um, yeah, we're back. We're back at it again. Um, I Full disclosure, I have a therapy appointment after this, so... Um, um, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta hurry this one up. Not really. It's like an hour. Like it, it, it's not for another like three hours. So we're good. But yeah. Um, no, I'm doing all right. You know, we we back here to talk about Stardom. Um, a fun Stardom show with Starman Showcase and some other stuff that also happened. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Spotify Rap just came out. So um, if we're we're up there on your Spotify Rap, uh, let us know and we will. Like it on Twitter. I don't know. Like, we'll be nice, I guess. I don't know. I was going to do that same shill job. <laughs> I was like, we're too awkward to do anything other than like it, but we will, we will at the very least give it a like. Um, yeah, apparently we were, because the, the creator, Wrapped, had, had this. Um, there was like 50 plus people who we were their number one That's wild. the whole year. Um, and then it showed you like how many people you're in their top ten and stuff as well, and it was like I'm not even a my own. Hundred. We're not even my own number one. That's a new day pod from two years ago. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that I think you uh, we were third on mine. Mine too. So, mine too. <laughs> uh, I'm letting down the team, so but it's yeah. you know it's okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know if, if we were there. Cool. Thanks. Um, we did seem to have a good year. So if we weren't, we then listen going. to us more. Forehead, come on now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Just, I think, yeah. to be honest, we give enough. Reason... We give enough hours. <laughs> yes. Uh, apparently, we made like four thousand minutes of content or something, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, I think the problem is this isn't long enough. Sometimes you could listen to every episode of this, but there are like th- two and three hour podcasts every week, and if you're listening to those as well, they will outrank us, right? So. Mm-hmm. You could listen to every episode of Stardom Quest start to finish. If you l- listen to like Voices of Wrestling flagship or something, because that's three hours every week, they'll outrank uh, yeah. Stardom Quest. So I think that's probably an issue for us. So what you're saying is um, that we need to go five hours every week. I mean, get them, get them numbers up. 
course. Yes, yes. Three, I could three do it. episodes. You know I could do it. You could. You really I could. once made a bet with my mom that I could talk to the broom for two hours and she'd give me 20 bucks. And I started for like 10 minutes. She's like, I'm not actually going to give you 20 bucks. Please stop. Um, mm-hmm. It's a true story. Um, so yeah, I could I could talk. Trust me, as you guys know. Oh, and we're going to yes. talk in a few minutes. Yes, we are. Um, so first of all, uh, this is kind of out of left field because we don't really normally do this. Um, but I suppose last week when we were discussing that Mayu and Kyrie match, uh, our big thing was how are people outside of our bubble going to react to this match, right? Yeah. Um, and it seems like you know, a week out from the show or uh, 10 days out from the show, it has got a great reception from, from even non-Stardom fans, right? It has a, it has a 9.13 on cage match. Uh, that is out of 185 votes. So that's a lot of votes compared to what Stardom usually gets. Um, and almost all of them are very positive. There are some that came in around 6 or 7 that I was expecting from people who didn't really care as much, who did point out that, like, oh, it kind of dragged at points. Uh, one of them said it never kicked into high gear, and I can see how you might think that if you weren't into the into the finish. Um, so there were a few people who kind of fell in line with what I was expecting from from the non-Stardom fans, but more often than not, people really enjoyed it. And um, I know the Super J Cast guys. I don't listen to Super J Cast. I asked Velke about this, <laughs> um, but he said they like really highly praised it and they're you know, I mean, they're like the new japan podcast they're not joshi fans really so if they enjoyed it then i think that's that says a lot it ranks higher than the will osprey match same day yes. which i mean i i think was a um poor performance from will like an especially poor performance i think showed it did fine but i think will had a pretty weak performance on that match <laughs> but just in general people usually like to um ride ride him so to speak um with every match that he does so to get a higher one, you know, two minutes after that match and then get higher rated. And again, this is a cage match. It's not always like, you know, it's a cage match. So don't, you know, you got to take it with a slight grain of salt. But uh, that is something, you know, that they are considered better than the Will Osprey match, which is always kind of um, overrated, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, even good Will Osprey matches are usually overrated. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, as as as, a, as proof of that, he is currently the number one match of the last yeah. four weeks. Uh, him yeah, and Naito, exactly. and and like that know. was a that was a fine match, but like yeah. again, overrated. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was it was good. I enjoyed it. It was all right, but like, uh, so yeah, con- compared to like that, uh, it, it's definitely a good marker that they are um like beating that match. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like I said, I think that the in-ring work aspect could definitely be seen as like oh there there were flaws because there were definitely in-ring flaws but um you know just as a match i think it was still a really really good match and i'm happy that people are enjoying it yeah i think one of the interesting things is that uh, almost every comment mentions that they it felt like a big match and i think mm-hmm. uh Kyrie and mayu deserve a lot of praise because they feel like a big match and just how they approached it and um you know, i think uh, the, the fact that they got that across is really important and uh definitely just shows how well they worked uh to to have got you know got people who maybe aren't starting fans to see and realize how massive this match was um so fair play to the both of them for that and um yeah i just thought that would be interesting because you know, last week that was our big question was 
of course, Stardom fans were into that match, but maybe non-Stardom fans wouldn't be. But it seems like you know Mayu and Kyrie won them over, regardless for the most for the most part, anyway. Yeah, and I mean, good for them. Um, I'm still sad about the finish. I still think that the finish took away from it, but this is not the episode to complain again. Um, well, I mean, I was going to do that later anyway, but um, yeah, okay. yeah, that was that was another one. I did ask uh, Xavier what he thought of it, and Xavier is obviously not a big modern stardom fan, uh, more of a Dragon He's Day just a guy. hater. He's just a hater. Pretty much, like, I, yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, I respect it. I respect if you it. like something, um, it's it's pretty hard fought, or it's House of Torture yeah, for some reason. Yeah, he, he, he gave um, Mayu and Kairi four and a half, and said it would have been four and three quarters if Mayu won so yeah even he thought it was great and he obviously isn't super high on stardom or new japan so you know again that's another outsider who really enjoyed the match yeah um i, I yeah i'm happy people liked it i liked it as well don't don't get me wrong i liked it as well yeah no i mean uh we probably did undersell it a little bit but it was i mean i i said it at the time i was engrossed from start to finish and that doesn't always happen yeah. Um, but that was that was how good it was. Um, but with that, we're on to modern stardom. Um, we have they've announced the cards for the um, they're calling it the year end tour. It's it's a couple of shows towards the end of the um, between now and um, year end climax. Not a whole lot of note, obviously. But on December tenth, uh, Tam is wrestling My Sakurai, so that's that's kind of cool. Uh, Tekla is wrestling Starlight Kid. In a singles match. Uh, on December 11th, there's uh, nothing. No, no, no. There's that note. four on four match that looks crazy good. Um, what is it? Like all of the. It's it's DDM minus my Sakurai versus God's Eye minus Nanami, which is like. No. That just no, sounds like a, a really one. fun. Is that a different one? Is that, maybe that's 15. Yeah, yeah. December 11th is a 10 woman tag DDM versus Ueda tie. Oh, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um oh there is a Sayakamatani and Azami versus Meltier match on that That's what that one was, yeah. 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 Um the seventeenth Scott noted out the good matches. He, he did, there. he did. Um the seventeenth is where you have that eight woman tag that you were talking about. Uh Siri, Mirai, Ami, and Tomoka Inaba versus Julia, Micah, Hameka, and Tekla. That sounds dope. Like that just straight yes. straight up. I'm very excited. About it. Even if it's very uh is that the main event? Well, I know that they don't have the official. No, like I don't that. think so. It's okay, like... then that means it's 15. That sounds killer. Oh, um, yeah. Because, I mean, they could probably even take it to a 30, and I wouldn't be too upset, because, like, they oh. all kind of could do it. Um, but, if I mean, it's obviously going to a draw unless Inaba drops, which I wouldn't be surprised necessarily, but <laughs> that, that just sounds like a really fun match. It does. Uh, the sh- the show in the 18th has a cool one. It's a three-way trios tag. It's uh, Mayu, Hazuki, and Hanan versus Utami, Saya, and Hina versus Momo, Starlight Kid, and Rina. So that that one's really this cool. When, uh, this is when the Shamai are going to break up from all of their groups and create their own <laughs> faction and just destroy the entire company. Even though they're... I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is around the twins' birthday. Oh, um, fun. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, I just know it's in December, I think. Um, so yeah, it's probably like a birthday match for them. Right. It, it's it's a cool match for sure. I mean, it's the two heavy hitters from each faction. I mean, except for Oedo Tide, depending on how you ask, how you see it. Um, <laughs> it's the heavy hitters from each faction and uh, the sisters. So I, I find that really, really interesting, and it should be really fun. 
Definitely, yeah, and that's kind of the last of the really notable matches, but I'm in for what is just a house show tour. That's pretty good. So yeah, me. and then, I mean, we, we have the year-end climax on Christmas Eve, which isn't announced yet, um, but that'll be... Um, they usually do that. They usually have that be like that... Um, I know this is a New Japan reference and nobody cares, but they, I imagine that they'll make that the last Road 2 show to the Tokyo mm-hmm. Dome. Like, that's, like, how New Japan does it. Like, New Japan randomly will just have, like... Like, they had that Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi versus Osprey and Tanahashi match, which was just, like, genuinely one of the... And I hate that I'm talking about Will again. Genuinely one of Will's best matches ever. Just on a random show before the Tokyo Dome and Gorkin Hall. I imagine that's kind of how they will treat Year on Climax from now on, is just, like, this major, you know, last hurrah before the the big show. Yeah, well, the last two have been prelude tags, haven't they? If I'm remembering um, correctly, no, I know they did, no, one of them, do... one of them was uh, B Priestley and Konami winning, and Yoshiko coming up. Um, that was two right. years ago. Maybe they did do a prelude tag. Um, yeah, because wasn't that the one with um, Julia and Utami against Siri and Momo? That's possible. That, I, I do think that was, that was two years ago. Um, and then last year was something similar. Yeah, Pretty I do think sure. they did the prelude tags. Yeah, like I think that. that's what they do. So they'll probably do something like that again because uh, they don't they don't really give much away in the Karkins anymore. So we still don't know who the fuck Sai is wrestling. That's the thing. I'd say they're waiting until the end of Tag League because if if we're assuming it's Mirai, we probably want her to not give away the fact that they're not winning Tag League. So um. That's I guess we're finding out this year. Or yeah. this week. Yes, possibly. Um, yeah, that's all of the news from Stardom that I can think of that we won't touch on anyway. Um, so we're going to get into the review section. Uh, the first show to review was on November 25th. Uh, this was Stardom at Tokyo Comic Con 2022. Uh, they had a showcase match here. It was Hazuki, Koguma, and Saida beating Lady C, Azumi, and Utami. Uh, Koguma pinned Lady C with a diving splash in just under 19 minutes. So um, That was 19 minutes? Yes. Um, so Jesus. everybody got individual entrances. Like, they were taking their sweet time. Um, the match itself was kind of everybody doing their best bits, you know. Uh, Koguma and Azumi did, like, high-speed stuff. Tami just did what Utami does. Uh, Lady C did tall-person things. Ida did strong-person things. There was some fun combo offense. Like, it was just kind of a real showcase of, hey, these people are kind of cool. Um, I don't know if selling people... They got good people. You know, like, I mean, if you want to show people just kind of being vibes, you know, Koguma is is right up there. Mm -hmm. You know, Utami, you know, Hazuki. I think they picked great... I mean, Saeeda, obviously. You know, I think they picked great people. Uh, I will say that I question Koguma versus Lady C as the finishing stretch for your... uh... Yeah. Big showcase match, but you know, I, they did well. I didn't think Lady C was that poor, so that is something that I thought about was Koguma. Um, two, and I don't know like who was seeing this, I don't know if it was like mostly new fans or just people who happened to be fans who were at Comic Con were like, Oh, we get to see a free star match. Um, I imagine there's a mix of both, and I, I don't think they had a great crowd, um, but you know, it's Comic Con. Um, the Koguma, her theme song makes it feel like she's about to be like alpha female right like this big imposing like scary like monster right 
And then the beat switches, and it's and she comes out smiling, doing the kuma pose. And I was like, I love this. I love that. Like the first like twenty seconds of her theme song is like, I'm going to rip this human being apart and eat them, and you will watch me as I destroy their body. And then she comes out and does kuma, yay! All smiling and shit, all cute. You know what? Like I think that's really funny. Um, also, my soccer, I got to meet her childhood crush, Hayden Christensen. So um, shout out Anakin. <laughs> That's Anakin. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. That was that was that match. Anyway. Um. I don't know if there's really much more to say about it. It was a fine showcase. Uh. People seemed into it. I don't. I've. There's no real read on what the kind of crowd they had because they weren't showing the section where they had the most people. Um. So there's no real way of knowing. But uh, definitely, I'm sure won over a few people. And if not, well, the wrestlers got to go to Comic Con and they had fun. So. Good job. Um, yeah. Next show then to preview or review, sorry, was on the 26th of November. This was Stardom in Showcase Volume 3. Uh, this did 778 fans at the Todoroki Arena. That's kind of where Stardom in Showcase seems to have uh, peaked, I guess, because uh, Stardom in Showcase Volume 2 did uh, about 750 uh, in the Baba. This one did what, 778 in Todoroki. Uh, I don't know. I'm not looking for the first one. Um, oh, wait, here's the first one. Uh, the first one did 845 in Nagoya. So it seems to be that this show is going to be locked into that range. Um, Around 800. Yeah. And I mean, as I've said from the very beginning, they're giving nothing away for Showcase. So they're going to keep doing it so long as they're selling this many tickets because there are some companies who'd sell their left arm to get 800 people at a show. So, you know, if you're you're getting 800 for a show where you're only doing tags or you're doing stipulation matches, you're not really burning anything off, there's no reason to not do them. So um, I think this is pretty solid as far as the showcase stuff goes, and this might be the range that this is just locked into for now. Um, um, yeah, so we got interrupted. <laughs> um, that seven to 800 might be the cap for showcase. Um, but, you know, since they're not giving anything away, it's probably something that they're going to keep doing. Uh, in saying that, though, I don't know what you thought, but this was probably the best showcase so far. Like, it feels like it really... Uh, top or bottom. It was definitely, like, it, it It didn't really have a lot of, like, stinkers. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was pretty fun all the way throughout. Um, it didn't have some of the highs, necessarily. Like, I would say there was that one with... I mean, like, this is a very standout match, but it was the Julia Sakurai versus Prominence match, which was, like, you know, an absurdly good match, in my opinion. It didn't have one of those where it was like, oh, this is, like, a great match that I would mm -hmm. watch outside a showcase. You know, like, this this isn't, like, just a showcase, but, like, the, you know, it didn't really have that. Um, but it was, it was definitely the most consistent show and yep. a really fun show overall. I definitely trimmed the fat because it didn't have um, a Siri I quit match either. <laughs> so that too. Not all that benefits. Um, yeah, I thought it was probably the best one so far, top to bottom, just as far as entertainment goes. Um, and we'll kind of break down individual matches, um, starting with Blue hey, Goddess block match. Yeah. Yes, um, you and Nanai Takahashi against Hanan and Saida. Um, and that was a pretty strong match. Both teams kind of work really well together, which you'd kind of expect given 
know, you was good at beating the shit out of people. And uh, she was against two very good baby faces. And uh, obviously, Nanai is very good at being Nanai. Man, they, they, they like started things off with Ela and you. Like, they like made it like a stare down. And I was like, oh, this is what mm-hmm. I was been waiting for. I was so excited. Um, and then you like beat the shit out of Hanan. It was great. Um, yeah, I thought this match was pretty solid. Like, Ida got some really nice near falls on Nanai, which was great. Um, obviously, she wasn't going to beat her, but it, it, you know, it's it's nice to see her get some hope. Um, one, one spot was that Ida and Hanan got you for the forced jungle tower. So, like, <laughs> like Ida, like, kind of, like, tried to pick up you, and then Hanan just ran at them, and they did the jungle tower with you, like, sandwiched uh, against her will to do the mm-hmm. jungle tower on the nine. I thought that was really uh, a fun spot. Um, and it utilized, you know, use size to make it seem very, like, cool and stuff. Um, but yeah, Ida lost to the T gimmick because shouts out the Backstreet Boys or the Backseat Boys. Oh, yeah. Um, the match after that then was the uh, False Count Anywhere four way match. It was uh, Koguma beating Azumi, Starlight Kid, and Chairman Ram when Koguma rolled up Azumi. Um, they did two roll ups at the same time, didn't they? Kid pinned, yeah, you know Kid what's had funny? Ram, but didn't get the win. You know what's funny? Is that uh, <laughs> this was some lore, um, if you oh, will. Um, Koguma and Ram pinned Azumi and Kid at the same time, except, you know, Koguma won. Because Koguma, uh, who was wearing the Japan jersey, um, beat um, Germany. Who oh. was Azumi, right? And uh, who, wait, did Ram pin Kid or did, Ram, or did Kid pin? I forget. Um, Kid the, the other one, yeah, Kid, whoever, was wearing um, the, uh, the Spain jersey beat the Costa Rica jersey, right? Oh. And that's oh, the, yeah. yeah. So obviously Japan on top because it's Japan, but mm-hmm. they, they did that really cute like that. Um, this is, this is all soccer themed. I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, probably the weaker of the three false count, like four with false count yeah. matches, but like it's kind of expected cause they were definitely playing the gimmick and I don't mm-hmm. fault them for that. I thought it was, you know, fun regardless, but, uh, yeah, I, I also I loved the the soccer theme, the Japan theme. Yeah, no, it was it was, the it, Japan was theme. Yeah. it was pretty fun, um, and it was it was different, which you know is all you can kind of ask for. Um, definitely. Also, shouts out the United States uh, for making it through to the oh. round of sixteen. No, never thought this would happen. No. Yeah. No. Um, anyway, Wales, what happened? Oh, honestly, <laughs> they're kind of bad. Most team, I. I bad because everybody's just used to playing at club level now yeah where you play such weird systems that when you go to play with chap from down the road it doesn't work you know so um international football is kind of a farce at the moment so you know it's it is what it is um anyway coming home for the soccer oh god uh getting the soccer lombardi i hate that i hate that so much because i like soccer more than i like football most of the time so people calling it the soccer Lombardi is like, it hurts my soul. But it's, it doesn't a, even it's work. an American. It's, it's an American. It's every four years. Thing. Like how? Like that doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work. Anyway, it would be better to like compare it to like an Olympic thing or like mm. something. I don't know. Just, you just the gold medals the like Kurt. Let's like, go. That's it. It doesn't need a comparison. It's you know. It's yeah, but we're in itself. We have to be disrespectful. We're America. That's true. <laughs> I saw a really funny thing, and I felt bad about this. Somebody was like. I think America drew with England or something. 
Mm-hmm. We did. Somebody was like, oh, the Americans were afraid to shoot. And I was like, oh, Americans afraid to shoot? Are you sure? <laughs> uh, it's so European of you. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's um, a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, anyway, fault count anywhere. Definitely the weakest of the three, but still a fun match. Um, thanks to at, at It's Dana now, by the way. Uh, she did translations, and apparently Koguma said she wants to do baseball next time. So. <laughs> oh man. So Dude, wait. What fun. if what if they do the what if they do that um, Suzuki, um, who what I forget his name Takagi, um, yeah. that match where they did it inside the Tokyo Dome and they just wrestled all around like the baseball field and shit with Aja Kong. Do you have you seen that? I want them to do that. I I hope that's Koguma and Azumi. Just steal from DDT. I like this show is like the showcase shows are like so close to just stealing from DDT. They should just do it. <laughs> like come on, like forehead, come on now. Yeah, I mean, listen, DDT's done it. Just just rob it. Just run with it. Or like watch any hardcore title match from the Attitude Era. You'll get yeah. ideas. It's fine. Go to Fun Time USA, <laughs> Japan. Sometimes you say Japan. Oh my god. Anyway, um, the next match was the shampoo oh, match. Oh, 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 oh. One, oh no. one more thing. They came out to a remix of Tub Thumping. Oh, that's true, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, we forgot to mention uh, DJ Prey Dragon and DJ um, Mamoni. Yes. I think. Um, no, Mamoni, I think. Mamo- oh, Mamoni. yeah, Mamoni. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. 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 They did a great job. They did. They started with another mix of the roster's theme songs, um, a different one, and not it was good. good. No, not as good. And yeah, not as good, but it, it was it was fun. Um, the shampoo match. <laughs> they the entrance used a sample from Video Killed the Radio Star, and I loved it so much. Like it got me hyped for this match. So yeah, yeah. I'm glad. Um, this was this was everything the Cosmic Rules match wants to be. In that yes. it was just really funny, and really weird, but without the sexual undertones, and we're here for it, you know. Um, did <laughs> I am so like listen? I'm so stupid because I the entire time I was like, they're ruining the hair. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I kept just being like, the hair is gonna be so dry after this. No, like they were leaving the shampoo on for so long, and I kept thinking somebody was gonna get shampoo in their eye, and then Lady that T was had like goggles. the finish. Lady C looked like Kareem <laughs> Abdul Jabbar. I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I was. Or else should wear goggles. Um, but yeah, I was just so like, don't get it in your eyes, please. And also, please have conditioner backstage, or else your hair is going to be dry. Um, but otherwise, it was, it was definitely fun. Um, Daichi looked like he was going to commit crimes when people yeah. started messing with his hair. They started rubbing shampoo on his head. That man had the. What's what's the name of the guy? Is it the John Kubrick? Is yeah, the name? Kubrick stare. Kubrick stare. About? It looked like he was pulling that out. He was literally just like, <laughs> I'm going to commit crimes. Like, it was so funny. Oh, man. Himeko was trying to get Saya's hair to look like Miyagi's. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, you know, Cassandra Andras, uh, not Shooter. We we I had this uh, argument with someone this week that I miss uh, Demon World uh, Miyagi just because of the fucking hair and like mm-hmm. <laughs> she was trying so hard with the hairspray and everything and like it just wouldn't work and so it was really funny um i thought a lot of this was quite funny in fact 
Uh, Saya dumped so much shampoo on Lady C's head at one point that like I started getting concerned too because mm. I was like, "This is like, this is wasteful. <laughs> like, this is insane. That shit's expensive. I know like, they're sponsored. Lady, but this Lady is C's insane. hair is ruined forever. Like, <laughs> that was that was it. They were just like, I am gonna yeah. kill you at the roots. You know, Kyuku, dude. Lady C and Saya gave Hameka a shower, and she was just sitting there, like thinking about life for a minute. Um, Vibes. It was honestly. wild. Vibes. Yeah, and then Lady C won. With the cobra twist and rubbing the shampoo into Ko- Komomo's eyes, uh, and <laughs> that's a crazy finish. That if you asked me um, three years ago if this is this is a finish that would happen in Stardom, I would call you insane. Um, rubbing like, and they were they were weirder back then. Is the crazy thing, <laughs> but rubbing sponsored shampoo into somebody's eyes in a cobra twist to make them submit, crazy, innovative, amazing. Um, <laughs> shout out to them. Momokogo, they were so mean because they just followed her with the camera for like four minutes as she like blindly tried to navigate her way backstage. Like she just ran into everything on the way to getting backstage. And I was like, somebody give her a towel. Like, dude, <laughs> this is sad. So yeah, um, uh, good match. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. Definitely. Um, I don't think there was anything in the backstage promos from this one. Uh, just that Lady Z was like, hey, I got I got a makeover. Oh, she said that she said um I'm going to become even more beauty full. Jesus Christ. So I imagine C's, that I imagine C's look forward to it. Oh, C's I, look forward to it. <laughs> okay, I meant <laughs> It's probably better in Japanese, but that's yeah. really funny. <laughs> Wait, no, cuz instead of please it's C's. That's, oh my god. She's a great. Well, like, I love Lady C. Give this one the world title. She's great. Honestly, this is like probably her biggest win ever. Like, even though it's not and it's on showcase, like she won in a match that featured Sai Kamatani and Hameka. Like that's that's bigger than I'm pretty sure that's like her best win ever. Oh, so this is her peak. <laughs> like she, she it's, yeah. it's just downhill from here. Like she's never winning probably. Cinderella, so they're not gonna give her a pretty dress. So this is the only pretty dress they'll ever give her. Yeah, that's a she did get a nice that's dress. Um, while they cleaned out the ring, they did a "Beat It" industry baby uh, <laughs> remix mashup that I was popping big for because that sounds like that's so funny. Because like you're like, oh yeah, this is "Beat It," and then you just hear Lil Nas X. I told you long. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> while they're cleaning out the ring, it was great. I, the music is like half the fun of these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that was such a. I I just laugh my ass off at beat it x industry baby that's fair honestly it is it is quite the combo um michael jackson and Lil Nas x it's uh yeah. could not pick more different people maybe but um <laughs> you know very 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 interesting um the match after that then was the judo jacket match it was uh the team of micah hanan and mayu ting mirai uh hina and utami hayashishta um Mayu was the only one in like very different gear. Hers hers looked very different to the rest. Um, it was like a different color. Um, no, wait, was it? I think so. Did she not have blue and everybody else had a different color? No, uh, her team had blue, and oh. the other team had white. Blue yeah. blue is a is a very it's a staple of judo. Like it's it's blue and white uh, right. are the two judogis that you use really. Um, yeah, I. As everybody knows, as I've said before, I love judo. Um, it's probably one of my favorite martial arts. So I loved this match. I thought it was so 
fun and well done. Utami came out not even wearing her fucking gi properly. Like she was like still putting it on while she was coming out. She's like, "Oh, hey guys," and she's just like like putting her shit. On. I was like, "Dude, like a little bit of professionalism." Micah's about to murder you, and then Micah did indeed murder her. She got two epons immediately. Um, which Alex, I don't know if you know. Um, I'm gonna explain the rules of judo really quick. So basically, um, if you throw someone onto the ground mm-hmm. and you remain in total control the entire time, um, that's an epon, and that means you win, right? In this case, they did it on points. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So if you got an epon, you got a point. Um, but if you throw someone and it doesn't fully, you know, like if you don't have full control or if it you fall to, if you know, whatever, then it's becomes kind of like a ground game. You get a submission, you win, right? Uh, or you can get back to your feet and go for the upon again. Or so, back in the day, they kind of did like half points and shit like that. There wasn't as much ground game, but there could be. It's, you know, um, I'm not super uh, caught up on the current judo meta. My apologies. But so, yeah, I, I loved that. I loved how they kind of did that. They announced all of their judo ranks before the match, like right. during their introductions. And I thought that was so cool. Um, Micah is obviously the highest rank. Uh, she's a showdown, I believe, mm-hmm. which is a pretty big one. Or maybe that was Utami. I don't know. I remember Micah being the the strongest judoka um, yeah. in terms of ranks. And yeah, and then the match itself was really, really funny as well. I'm gonna let you talk a little bit, but oh, I, I honestly, this is your this is your bag, so go ahead. Okay, um, Mayu flailed around the ring against Mariah, and it was so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> like she was just like, like I don't know what the fuck to do. I ain't done this since I was four, and she's just like freaking out. Um, and then Mayu's like, you know what? Fuck it, TNA kick. And so she just kicks her in the stomach, and everyone's like, "Yo, this is judo. You can't do that in judo." And she's like, "I don't care." Drop kicks her. Um, and from there, it just kind of like devolved, and I loved that. Um, Mariah did get an epon on Mayu, um, but <clears throat> Hina. Shouts out real one Hina. She got an Epon on fucking Hanan, which is crazy. Like that, like I know that's not crazy, but like I was like, damn, she just got she just fucking made her sister look like her bitch. That's crazy. Like I was I was popping for that. I was I was like, wow, that's insane. Um it goes to like three two for the white team. The white team was uh Utami, Hina, and Mirai, and the blue team was Hanan, Mayu, and Micah. Let me preface that. Um Hanan got an STO Epon, which I thought was beautiful. Um, Mayu also got a throw. And then Micah, uh, being the supreme judoka that she is, uh, got the Kata Hajime on Hina. Yes, I say it like that. She got the Kata Hajime on, on Hina for the win after going to 4 4. Um, I think this really just made Micah look dope. Not just, but I think that was like kind of like what I got out of this is that it's like, damn, like <laughs> give, recreate the martial arts belt and give it to Micah. Like, because <laughs> she could just throw motherfuckers around. <laughs> like, it was easy. Like, she had to like pretend like she was not like in total control at all times. Um, and obviously, you know, when it when it became kind of like the more like the wrestling stuff and they did more, you know, of the funny, like it was really funny when they were just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm doing a suplex. <laughs> and like, they would be like, that's not, you don't score a point for that. It doesn't count. And they're like, God damn it. And I, I found that very funny. Um, but yeah, so I think Micah just looked incredible here. She's dope. Um, she went home, had some Hennessy. Shout out to her. Uh, I'm not joking. There's a picture of her holding yes, Hennessy. Yeah, I've, 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 I've been, I've been uh, seeing the, the threads that she was incredibly pissed. 
just yeah. out of her mind drunk because why Love not? Um, Love Mike. I do think you're on something with ba- um, the martial arts belt because I was thinking they may never pull the trigger on Micah, but making her like a Bat Yoshinaga type would be cool because you know Bat like never won actual matches. But she yeah, she won like one people. match and it was tagging with Bull. <laughs> yeah, but she'd like brutalize people in the, the martial arts matches and that kept yeah. her credible. Like you could I maybe... mean, Micah's doing kickboxing now. Like, yeah. she trains kickboxing now. Oh, I'm not saying that she's, like, you know, she would, like, win a kickboxing match against any given wrestler necessarily, but, like, I, I do think that... I, I mean, I made the joke to Peps, Peps but I was like, the, I want Micah to destroy Utami in a real judo match. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see it. I think that would, like... Because, like, okay, Utami's a better wrestler. She's always going to beat Micah. Not literally always, but, like, realistically, Utami over Micah in any big match situation but micah having that like oh well, i'm better at judo than you are bitch like i think that's a great stake to have um mm-hmm. so yeah give her the martial arts belt like re- revive it revive it just for micah yes. uh, she keeps the katage may you know she kicks some people and she get drunk afterwards you know oh, I-, yeah. I would love that i'd love that I'm oh here for it. mayu stole utami's black belt Oh no! Because oh, because Mayu wasn't a black belt, so she just fucking she said shout out Koguma and stole Tommy's possessions. Um, and then Micah was gifted a black belt that was um stardom emblemed, right? Oh, and she no. gifted it to Hana, uh, and it was really sweet. It was it was a nice moment. Um, so yeah, I I loved this match. Like if obviously like I can't like rate this like a five out of five because you know it's. <laughs> But like, if I could, I would. It's that kind of thing where it's like, th- this this is like my type of match. This is like my type of like gimmick match that I just thought was so beautifully done, so entertaining. Um, I was just yelling Epon uh, while I was in the call with, with with the peeps. I was just yelling um, every time that somebody scored. I was I was into it, man. This is great. No, no. I mean, that's what you want, really. Something different, something entertaining. Yeah, that and too. That, that too is that's like. It's like they really like, like, because who would have thought a judo match would have fucking worked? You know what I mean? Like, a judo match in this can, context. It's like, this makes no fucking sense. Who would even come up with this? Like, just like a judo X pro wrestling where you got to get uh, epons to win. You know, you got to get, you got to score. Like, that sounds so dumb, but this was just incredibly well executed. I loved it. You know, good for them, really. Yes. Yes. Um, with that, though, we're on to our next match. This was uh, the No Holds Bird match between uh, the team of Hazuki and Natsu Samire and the team of Saki Kashima and Natsuko Tora. This went to a no contest. Because. I almost just yelled, like, primally. Like, just because. <laughs> just because, man. This match was the best and worst of Modern Oedo Thai. Because yeah. not only did Natsuko and Saki look cool, they were really good in the match. And then you just get a, a no contest finish because and then the and then the post match was really dumb in my opinion. Um, I was not a fan of it. I know some people were, but uh, we'll get into it. Um, yeah, Natsuko came out. Natsuko and Saki came out wearing street clothes, and I'm just like, just give me them all the mm-hmm. time. Like, give me hardcore Oedotai. Like, not even, like, hardcore, but just, like, give me, like, them, like, being, like, badasses. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what they are right now, but they don't feel like this all the time right um this is like like you said this is kind of like the best of a is just that vibe of them just feeling like a like a gang like they were about to fuck some shit up 
um, Hazuki and, and Natsu came out wearing, um, Hazuki was wearing the Oedo tie white and the black lipstick, mm-hmm. and she was holding the sign. It was cool. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. The beer bottles, the breakaway bottles, incredible. Yeah, that should use that all the time in hardcore matches. Not all the time, but like if you're not going to use like actual glass because of obvious reasons, you know, it's too hardcore or whatever. Like these breakaway bottles. It, like they have the same like effect, even if you understand that it's worked, right? Mm-hmm. Like just use them. They they are aesthetically incredible for these sorts of matches. Um, because I mean they're not going to use glass, so just use breakaway <sighs> bottles. It's not. God damn, Molly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I thought this was really really fun until it wasn't, and then it wasn't. Um, I kind of get what you mean because I do agree that um. I think I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I didn't love Natsu in it. I thought she was a bit... Um, I think you could see that she's part-time now. Because she was a bit off the pace at points. Um, and that's fair, you know? Like, part-time wrestler. Uh, still getting her legs back under her since her return. It's going to happen like that. Um, but she was she was okay. Um, and then, yeah, everything just kind of grinds to a halt with the no-contest finish. Because you're like, this is a no-holds-barred match. And you're just gonna call yeah. because the two factions are fighting. Like I don't, I don't know. Like if it was all of a way to tie beating the shit out of two baby faces, I'd get it. But it was stars finally standing up. Like the shit was gonna, yeah, shit was gonna like calm down. Like in wrestling logic terms, everybody was gonna take everybody out, and then was gonna return back to the match. Like that, that's how wrestling works. <laughs> like they, it was really weird. Um, the no contest finish. I also don't know why they did a no contest finish no context no contest finish considering what they did after the match it didn't really it wasn't really necessary um in fact it made everything look dumber um okay so because here's the thing go on i think the post match seems bad but based on dana's translation it's maybe not a, not the worst um, no i i get i i, I mean i read the translation yeah like it it's not not to turning and swerving it's just her being like i don't want a teammate fuck this like i'm on my own which is a lot better yeah. than turning on Hazuki. It's just kind of like, well, my old team left me. I don't want to be in a team anymore. I'm going to invade on my own because I'm a different Natsu. So it's not... I hate, I hate the swerve because I think it's it's not necessary anyway, but I don't think it's as bad as I originally thought because reading these translations, it's not that deep from the storyline point. They're literally saying... This isn't that deep, so um, I don't know. I feel like yes. I can't get too upset about it, even though I can. I don't like the swerve in general. Um, I can. Okay, I that's can get okay. upset about it. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you sound so just like defeated. Um, <laughs> but but no. Okay, so my my issue, and this is always my issue with a lot of things that have to do with the tie, is it feels like. I mean, as everybody knows, Oedo tie from like 2017 to 2019. Um, even early 2020 was like my favorite faction of all time, my favorite accumulation of people um, ever in wrestling. So obviously I have a lot of like nostalgia for, you know, the Natsu Hazuki tag team and just, you know, for, for that era. Um, but I've accepted that we're beyond it. You know, like I, I get it, um, but it feels like they haven't, but they are insistent that you should 
Like, I didn't need this match, right? I didn't need Natsu and Hazuki to tag. Natsu could have just came in. At, she could have been a fucking uh, Shinigami. She could have been a Shinigami. I would not have cared. Um, I mean, it would have been cool, in fact. I, I probably would have preferred if she just joined the NSA, honestly, at this point. Um, I think that would have been something interesting. And then it's like, oh, well, she's anti-Oedotai and anti-Hazuki because she's anti-everybody in stardom. Cool. Doesn't matter. Um, but they felt the need to throw a non-finish in a hardcore match, first of all. Very dumb. And then Natsuko's like, you know what? The old the old is lame. I don't need you guys anymore anyway. She didn't win the match. If she won the match, that's something you could say. She just sounded lame. Like, that just sounds lame. And it sounds like you are the only person who still cares. You, like, I, I don't know. It just felt like the, like, 17th time that Stardom has been like, okay, we need to remind people that the old Oedotai is dead. And it's like, it's been dead for years, bro. Like, this is, this was unnecessary. Yeah. Like, I, 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 so I was talking to someone, they said, oh, well, that's kind of like, I guess, closure for that era of what I was like, it's really not. Cause like, I, I didn't need closure from this. If anybody was going to need closure, it was going to be me. Cause I was mm -hmm. obsessed with them. Um, and I just watched this and I was like, that just felt so not necessary. Like, just have Natsu fucking come in and be a freelancer. Like, I get that you want to have some heat there, but, like, I don't I don't see the... It feels like wrestling has this issue with nostalgia. Oh, boy. Where they... I know. Where they are <laughs> insistent on rehashing things while also reminding you that the past is dead and the present is the most important thing, right? They do the same thing they do those two things at the same time. So they want to get the Oto Waitotai fans with this match, but they want to swerve them and be like, the past is dead, fuck you, ha ha ha. And it's like, you don't need to do that. Just have Natsu come back and do her own thing. It just felt very unnecessary. The no contest made it feel way more unnecessary. I get the point. I get that Natsu is pretty much just like, we, we different people now, homie. Leave me alone. Like, I get that. Whatever. But I just thought the entire execution was pretty dumb. And it felt like the millionth time where they were like, remember that wrestling that you liked? Fuck you. It's dead. We're going to pretend like it's not dead for 10 seconds. Then you're going to get a fuck finish and then it's going to be dead. And I was like, you could have just left it dead, bro. You didn't have to do all that. Um, all right. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I do feel like Stardom particularly has an issue Whenever they try and reference the past as well, um, yes. ever since the the, the re return from COVID, essentially they've been very bad. Like the whole TCS thing was so odd. Um, Ninai and Yoshiko coming back and kind of they tried to be yeah, like, "Hey, this is like an old pairing coming back," but then they didn't do much. Um, and yeah, sometimes when they do, you know, the whole NSA thing where like. Yu has no ties to stardom and Yuna Manasseh was here for a cup of coffee and hasn't been affiliated in years and you know Alpha Female was nothing more than the footnote and they were like oh yeah but like we're old stardom we're the good stardom there's no commitment yeah, there's just no commitment yeah, it's, to anything it's, like it's, if you are going to commit to only new people then where, why the fuck is Nanai here I, I like yeah. Nanai Nanai's been having a great run why is she here if you're gonna be like no the past is dead don't acknowledge it. If you're going to be like that, then don't acknowledge it. 
But if you're gonna bring, like, do it tastefully, do it smart, make it interesting. Like, don't just be like back and forth with it. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. It's all right. Yeah, no, I don't know. Stardom definitely has an issue when they try and work in the past and mix it with what's happening now. Um, I think that's reared its head a few times because I don't know. They just they want their cake and they want to eat it too. You know, uh, they want both. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what this was here because you didn't need Hazuki and Natsu teaming. I can see why they maybe wanted to to like give people this team once one one more time, and then do the turn. But I feel like you could have just. I don't think to. it warranted it even. Probably not. Um, but yeah, I I feel like they wanted to have their cake and eat it too with this one. They wanted. I will say. <laughs> Natsu's next show being called not not forever and like being a counter to year end climax is crazy. Very true. Um yeah, just just <laughs> kind of speaking on the the specifics. Um again, thanks to Dana for these translations. Um Natsuko is kind of like, "Listen, Natsu, you've been living in your memories. Oedo Tai is different now. We've all moved on. You have to as well. You're not Oedo Tai anymore." Natsu was kind of like the current Oedo Tai. All you've done is get a bunch of brats together. I don't want to be in this Oedo Tai. And then Hazuki was like, hey, listen, uh, it's a good thing you're back in stardom. We're not in Oedo Tai anymore. Like, we, we, we gave it our all, but it's it's time to move on. And Natsu was like, the fuck do you mean? <laughs> she's like, I don't care about Oedo Tai. What? Um, and she's like, listen, Hazuki, this isn't a problem with you. I don't have a grudge with you, but I'm tired of living in the past. It's been two years since I was a part of Stardom, and I'm not that Natsu Samire anymore. And I'm, I've learned my lesson. I am the present. I am by myself, and I'm a freelancer, and I'm going to make it to the top of Stardom. And uh, backstage, Hazuki was like, I'm going to crush Natsu. So um, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. People thought Natsu was going to bring nomads and stuff on first glance, but this looks like she doesn't want teams specifically. Her whole thing is I don't want the team. So um, I think at most... That's concerning. I, I feel <laughs> like she's always been the best as a part of a tag team. Yeah. Well, they're, they're going to have her in tag matches because they're not they're going to burn anything off that quickly. Um, I would say, if anything, we'll get Marika Kabashi. Um, she showed back up in PPP Tokyo, and that's mainly where Natsu works now. And she's also okay. been booked on Natsu's produce show. So there seems to be some kind of link with Natsu... And Marika, so I could see maybe her showing up to team with Natsu to take on Hazuki and somebody in a, in a, a future showcase show or something like that. So um, I think people expecting Yuki Takase or whatever to show up or maybe be disappointed by that post-match promo. Um, and if anything, it seems like Natsu might just bring one friend to team with her or something. So um, I'd probably guess that Marika over somebody really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I said, I I didn't like the way that they did this personally, mm-hmm. and I I tweeted about this briefly. It feels like stardom and just wrestling as a whole is like, and I know you don't watch Star Wars, but it feels like the Star Wars sequels, um, in that like they can't decide if they want to be like faithful to the past or if they want to just completely kill it. Um, and the difference is that in Star Wars, it was because there were like there were two different directors who had completely polar opposite ideas for what to do and in wrestling and stardom it's cuz wrestling is stupid <laughs> and it hates it hates its fans <laughs> it, it refuses to be like 
sensible or and i'm not even calling this specifically not sensible but refuses to just like be like commit to a belief at all um it's it's always looking for the next brother kyoko in a way still being on top of a company in 2022 exactly otherwise so i don't know about that well see but that's the crazy thing that's what i mean is that's like it's so it's so one or the other where it's like either we beat these wrestlers into the ground to the point where like wrestlers from the 80s are still i mean fucking jeff jarrett and sting were a headlining act on a fucking pay-per-view a couple weeks ago i love them both i was happy to see them both on the head honestly i was way more excited to see them than their tag team partners but like just commit you know what i mean just like just be like be about it or don't be about it like <laughs> but i don't know i don't know you know how i am i'm just me i do um Anyway, the next match on the show then was a hardcore six-woman tag. This was Hiragi Kurumi, Suzu Suzuki, and Risa Sara of Prominence beating Unagi Sayaka, Natsupoi, and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels. Um, Suzu pinned Unagi in 15 minutes with a German suplex. Um, I loved the presentation of this. I thought the DJ Pretty Dragon song was fantastic for this kind of match and for Prominence. And I thought uh, Cosmic Angels coming out with like really different gear uh, was was a, a really fitting way of kind of uh, getting across the fact that this is a very different match, right? Because that's one of the bare essentials pro wrestlers do is when you're in a hardcore match, you wear different gear. You put across that this is different, right? Like when Shawn Michaels came back that one time, he was wearing the jeans and the boots in the street fight with Triple H or something. Like you don't wear your yeah, normal no, gear, yeah. you wear fight gear. And uh, Aweda Tai definitely came ready to fight. Or not Aweda Tai, sorry. It's fight night. <laughs> Cosmic Angels came ready to fight. <laughs> and uh, I thought this was a good match. I don't know about you. You see, you, you love these kind of matches. So I imagine you enjoyed yeah. it. But I thought it was really creative. Um, you know, Kozen having their own weapons to counteract uh, Prominence was really fun. And uh, Prominence was just ready to kill them at any chance they got. And that was great. So... Um, yeah, I thought this was a really, really fun match um, and a really good reintroduction for Unagi, who just keeps getting better and better. And she got beat. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's so that's, funny that's what she does. She's great at that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I dug it. I dug the aesthetic and everything. I thought that the paint at a certain point, I was like, oh, brother. Like, they, 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 they're, doing, they're doing bits instead of, like, you know, uh, hardcore but at the same time like they obviously got hardcore you know what i mean like it, it, that that was my initial reaction was i was like oh okay so they're painting their faces with paint rollers that's mm-hmm. what this is um and then like as the match went on like tam got her shit rocked a lot um she got hit with a crash and burn air raid crash through a table yep. which is absurd like that was great um she also got whipped with the kendo stick really bad. So, you know, I, I honestly, after a while, I was like, okay, this is dope. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> it was, I, I was so excited that not to play at the whiskey. Yes. That was yeah, that, that like was when great. she came out with the whiskey, I was like, I was giddy. I was jumping up and down. I was so happy. Um, but yeah, I thought this was like an overall pretty fun match. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I'd say this and the, and the judo match, probably my favorite. Um, the favorites of the show, personally. Because, um, yeah, I, I thought it was really fun. The superplex off the ladder um, to Unagi is fucked. Uh, she's got... She, Unagi just got beat yes. bad by the end. Like, really bad. Yes. We'd love to see it. 
Yeah. Um, I'll see shouts out prominence. I, I'm, I, I mean, I always say this, but I love prominence. I think prominence does great work in stardom. Um, and I hope that they, I'm happy that they're challenging, even though I would have heard a certain other match for Suzuki. Um, I, I am, I'm happy that they're challenging for the belts at Rigoku. Oh yeah. Like, um, Mariah is definitely challenging Saya now, right? Like there's nobody else left. Uh, she beat her in the, yeah, probably. Yeah, like, Cause that's the thing is that it's like, it's like uh, <laughs> me and Scott were holding out hope that we were like, okay. Like, and Scott loves Mirai, but we were like, okay, Suzu, Hazuki, and Mayu. Those are the three that we want mm-hmm. to challenge Saya. Uh, Suzu's busy. Um, and Mayu and Hazuki didn't beat her in the five stars. So they have no real challenge, yeah. right? They, ha- they have no real, um, reason to challenge, I should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... We're kind of left with Mariah. <laughs> um, and she's going to win. Yeah. And I don't like that. Like, I, she could, I would be so happy with her winning two months from now. But, like, can we not do this thing where They're gonna do all it. the titles change every year? They go and do it. People love new things. That is how you cap off. No, I'm big cool shows. with new things. That's, that's really that's how it goes. not necessary. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it is when you do long reigns, but I don't know. Um, Anyway, after the match, uh, Prominence did challenge for the Artists of Stardom titles. Um, Starlight Kid actually was like, um, wouldn't it be a good idea to do as a hardcore match? So the idea has Maybe. been floated that they're going to do it as a hardcore match. Uh, Prominence didn't really say anything specific. They were like, look, we don't care. The hardcore match is interesting, but Stardom can pick the rules. We're good at everything. I will simply kill you. Yes, that was pretty much <laughs> it. Um, so... I kind of don't want that to be a hardcore match. I'm not going to lie. I feel like those six having just a a badass tag would be way better than if they had a hardcore match. I won't lie to you. Um, I don't know. It's like those two teams could be very, very great. I mean, so much I've been there. Uh, surprise, surprise. I've been way lower on the artist reign for Oedotai than most. Um, I think either would be pretty fun. Like, I think that they could... Uh, I, I I get what you're trying to say because I feel like a hardcore match you kind of know what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I guess in this but sense, also, um, I don't think any of the Ueda Tai Trio would be very good in that setting in a in a three on three match either. So that's probably a bit of an issue. Has um, has Momo done a hardcore? I mean, she did the match with Sherry, which wasn't hardcore, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really care. I'm gonna be real. All right. Um. um you, what, what, <laughs> I just hope Prominence wins. I know they yes. won't, but I hope they do. Yeah, Suzu did threaten to make Kid cry, so you might enjoy that. Um, Take her mask, bro. Oh, yeah. Imagine if Suzu and Julia were the only ones to fuck with Kid's mask, mask after Hana. Wouldn't that be dope? Why not? If that was like a if that was a Julia-Suzu thing. That'd be fun. Obviously, it was originally a, a, a Hana thing, but I, I think that would be cool. If Suzu was like, you know what? She's got a good idea. I'm gonna fuck with you. <laughs> Suzu and Kid is going to be some rivalry, huh? Um, I mean, they, they had a good match they did, together. They did, and this will be another one. Um, now, the main event of the show was the Neo Stardom Army versus Donna Del Mondo. Uh, the Neo Stardom Army won when they put all of DDM and Rossi into a coffin, which then proceeded to explode in the same way that uh, the AW ring exploded at full gear that one time. Um, so... <laughs> That was that. Uh, I saw a lot of people very down on this match, but I thought it was fine. Like, I, yeah, I don't know why I people no hated it. it. Like, people were just like 
man, these NSA matches keep stinking it up. But I was like, oh, God. Because I forgot to watch this fact, until Monday. This... Like, I just forgot that it was a thing <laughs> until Monday. So I was very far removed from the rest of the show when I watched it, which is maybe why. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't, I didn't really understand why people thought it was that bad because I, I, I thought it was fun. I thought all the things, like, I thought they did everything right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't great, but I thought they, they didn't do anything, like, wrong. You know, like, I think the Grim Reaper, or the uh, Shinigami, rather, I think that whole thing was great. Yeah. It was really well done, because I think they realized that it's like, oh, when you reveal it at the beginning of the match, it, like, deflates, yes. right? Even if the match ends up being good. Like, I think that coffin match with you and Kid and Saya was a pretty decent match. It was pretty fun, but it definitely deflated, because it's like, oh... We saw what we wanted to see, and it was who's the new reveal, right? Um, so I think leaving that and like having having it be revealed that there was another mask underneath the top mask was great, and then they just had a match, and it was good. Like it was a good match. Um, also, the decoy coffin was really funny because mm-hmm. like you accidentally like kicked it, and it just broke. <laughs> <laughs> like that's great um and then they're like no the real coffin's over there and then they go over and i was like why did you have a co-? okay um and i yeah, i found that really funny i thought this was like a really funny match um right like it wasn't even supposed to be it was supposed to be like it feels like a bad horror movie right everything about this mm-hmm. feels like a bad horror movie that like you enjoy because it's just hilariously bad but it wasn't even bad like it wasn't a bad match itself it was perfectly fine yeah, like that was yeah. that was it. Like it was, um, it was an okay match. Um, I, I, they, it definitely is still a culture shock to go from some of the more fun stuff, hardcore stuff, to a normal match. Um, so I do get that, and I do think taking away from the finish to have people walking up to a coffin is obviously less interesting. Um, so there was a cap on how good this was going to be, but I mean, even then, I didn't think it was the worst thing ever. So. Yeah, I, I mean, it was a it was a well worked match. That that was really it. I do think. Yeah, Julia was there. Yeah, um, I do think not revealing the Shinigami was a bit annoying because that's part of the appeal of these shows. And I forgot to mention it, but yeah. uh, Donald Mondo looked it's great. Owie. My Sakurai oh. fits really. <laughs> no, we were talking about different no, things. I did. I I just forgot that I thought my Sakurai with the GI Joe style gear was really good. Um, and I think those yeah. three, those three should have been their own faction. I'm gonna say this, but Julia, Mai, and Tekla, I think I think it would have been way worse. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. I feel like if if the option was them or God's Eye, I think I would take them. Is a DDM with I think... Siri and the other serious people would be fun, and then you know this like breakaway Julia group of cool people. I think that would be really fun because they have more of an I, identity. I don't think it would have. I don't think. I mean, they have more of an identity, but I don't think they would have survived, uh, especially early on. Uh, um, they, I, I, feel like... I think having my Sakurai be a pillar well, is harder than having Amisori. No, be no, it's not like that. But I mean, you could have had a big two. Like they treated Takla with a lot of respect early on. I feel like you could make her and Julia into a a strong big two, um, and it would have been fine. I I I. I, I Originally, I was like, yeah, that that's where I wanted to go, because I thought Shuri and Micah um, was a cool... Honestly, I want my Himipoi to stay together, but obviously yeah. that didn't happen, because um, <laughs> here we are. But uh, now not Natsupoi's drinking whiskey, and uh, Micah's drinking Hennessy to forget her problems. Um, but I, I get I get where you're coming from, but I think that, like, in hindsight, God's Eye was the way to go. Um, I don't know. 
especially especially with the introduction of Inaba, I think I am way higher on God's Eye as like a like I I no longer make the God's Eye and DDM are the same faction joke after Inaba because they feel different now. And I know Inaba isn't the sole reason, but like I, I can like separate them very easily, and I don't see that identity issue anymore. Um, that obviously the Julia um, tangent wouldn't have had the identity issue because they're very clearly who they are. Um, but I think they would have had just like the in-ring issue and Julia wouldn't be able to take a day off ever because um, she would kind of have to like care about most of the she matches. She doesn't anyway. She's she's bad. cracked out of her mind. <laughs> like she, she doesn't anyway. Uh, I don't know. I, well, no, but like when, when she's in there with Micah and Himeka, she could just like kind of go in for three minutes and that's it. Um, and she gets a day off for a tour. But when she's in there with, with my soccer and Tekla, she has to like pull all of her weight. Cause she, you know, I mean, like that's more what I'm saying. Um, and that's no disrespect to Tekla. Um, it's only slightly disrespectful to my Sakurai, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think I, I get what you, what you mean by like the identity thing. And there is definitely like a split between Micah Hameka and these three, um, that, you know, Micah Hameka could go anywhere if they wanted yeah. to, like if they wanted to fucking jump ship, I don't think it would, would it be an issue, but I, I just think that we're probably in the best timeline for everybody's overall success, right. um, both on big shows and on small shows. Okay, um, fair enough. But yeah, the, the, Shinigam, the Shinigami was uh, Aoi. Um, so, and honestly, yeah, credit to Aoi, because like, yeah, they were tasseled working a completely different style than you usually see from Aoi, but I thought they pulled it off really well, with, you know, the no-selling and kind of meant to be a stronger wrestler um so i thought it was done pretty well so um I, yeah I, I i could not tell it was owie until like after the match yeah yeah the ex- the, the movements and the, were very exaggerated after that made it, yeah and made then and then somebody was like oh look at the boots mm. they're owies yeah and then i looked at them as as she was walking away i was like oh shit and i haven't watched it back so maybe if i watched it back and i knew it was owie i'd be like oh okay i could see but no i like throughout the entire match i had no idea that it was fucking owie yeah. Um, I'm I'm interested in job whether Aoi is a reveal or if it's a placeholder because um, I think Aoi has reason to join in the NSA, given that Stardom technically took Inaba away. Like Aoi Tomo used to be the main thing, whereas now Tichio's thing. Yeah, whereas yeah. now Aoi teams with Unagi and kind of Inaba's kind of feels a bit separate. Um, so I feel like Aoi has reason to feud with Stardom. But I don't know. Maybe they want somebody else for the role. But at the same time, she's teaming with Unagi for right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but Unagi is kind so, of an anti-stardom thing at the moment, given she's doing the Gan period. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it might, it's probably it probably is Unagi else. and Aoi join <laughs> NSA. Oh maybe maybe they just have her be the Shinigami. Yeah, like maybe that's just her gimmick. Possibly. Like because she wrestled well in the in the mask. Like it was like I I don't. I don't know if you need her to be revealed, mm-hmm. honestly. Well, I like like reveals. they haven't really done that. I love reveals as well, but I I think it could be an interesting thing to have a nameless Shinigami who is good at the wrestling. Um, and yeah, we all know it's Aoi, know. but like we all know that Nokia is Akino. You know what I mean? Like it. What? <laughs> like uh, no, it, it it I feel like that would feel a little too, bit too much. Like I can't I can't remember which phase of it there was a point where dump 
had like Dynamite Jack or something like that. Oh instead, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was really bad. Um, I would have rather they just. I remember who you're talking. Crane about. U. It was Crane U. Those re re gimmicked, right? And I would have rather they just been like, "This is Crane U," instead of faceless Dynamite Jack and stuff like that. So I feel like I. Yeah, they had a few of those. Yeah, there was a brief period where they were like, "No, all of all of the underlings are gone," and it's like, "Well, they're the same people." <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it would feel a little bit too much like that, and I never liked that era of Dump and her teammates. Was it Dump or was it Bull? Because I feel like it was after Dump. No, it was Dump. It was, it was, it was dump. late Dump. Okay, all right. It was late Yeah, because, um, yeah, I, I know, like, AJW did it, and they did it again with his apps, and it was pretty shit with his apps. I was about to, I was about to say, I was about to say, why why don't you want Howie to be like the Zaps? Come on, now yeah. that's so cool. So, um, <laughs> I, I'm, not a, I'm not on board with the, the nameless uh, lackey vibe, because it's never really in something but I I don't enjoy. think that she even is presented as a lackey necessarily i think she's I just know. i think i think it could just be like a character you know i mean it like, never works hell. though because i mean sue young tried it with her rides for a while and it was kind of shit so i don't know i feel like it's something that's never worked i, I get you and uh they'd be better just revealing who it is well i mean what do you define as worked because i don't Been know good. how <laughs> how much any of this is going to well i i think the first match was good and that's better than most <laughs> like I, I don't know i i get what you're saying but considering that showcase is once every three months um i am not against fucking you know them playing it up as aoi having the shinigami mask for one or two more and then revealing her you know like having her just wrestle as the shinigami mm-hmm. um i think i think i get like long term it's like you don't want Aoi's entire contribution <laughs> to stardom to be uh this like nameless faceless gimmick yeah. um but i think you know they, they could run it until you know like spring or something considering they don't do showcase that much you know she'll still be on new blood i'm sure doing Aoi. you know uh even though she hasn't been on new blood lately she hasn't been booked on them is she booked on the next uh, one? i don't yeah, know i was actually thinking that the other day they haven't really announced much for it and it's on the 16th so yeah um, i'm sure a week or two from now they'll get yeah there. i'd say so um but yeah that's i guess that's that um that show we do have another show to review so we should probably get on to that um yep. it was uh on the 27th of november this is the tag league battle in uh fuji san mess uh they had 533 fans here which is a pretty solid number given that i'm pretty sure tokyo joshi pro ran a cork in that day and only did about 100 more so pretty solid that's not a shot at tokyo joshi pro by the way that that show was great <laughs> that show was fantastic i loved it i heard it was, it was really good arisu endo and mizuki peachy stuff um, i still need to watch that I, I heard it was really good that was like a high speed title match but like good era high speed title you know what do you mean by that um like not when natsupoy or kid had it where they were just doing normal okay, matches okay, but like okay. <laughs> i thought you were about to start a fight i was like <laughs> but no i, I get what, yeah, you, I get what yeah. you're saying so yeah it was, it was no fun. that sounds really fun but yeah this did like 100 less than that cork and so i mean that's a solid outing for a tag league show um and fuji yes so uh that was it's just a comparison you know not to not to drag tjpw anyway uh no shots no shots no no um the opening match anyway was Micah and Himeka beating Roka and Rina I believe in a tag match. Uh mm-hmm. Micah got the win. 
And um with the kata hajime. Sorry. Please stop. <laughs> please. <laughs> I don't like it. I love I that move. Like dude, I was so dude, but I remember she used like she beat like Momo with it in like her third yeah. singles match in stardom. Um and I loved it. I was like, yo, I want to see her use the kata hajime all the time. And she stopped using it for a long while. And now she brought it back, and I was like, yo, we get out here. Let's go. Taz mission. I'm so excited. She's better than Hook, I'll say it. Wow. Does Hook even count anymore? When did he last like do anything? He wrestled Lee Moriarty like two oh, weeks God, ago. Oh, God, really? And... Yeah, nobody knew. They stick him on Rampage <laughs> was... all the time. It was, it was, it was the, <laughs> it was the, um, heat match for the Junakiyama Eddie Kingston tag. Oh, it was like right. the one right, right, like before it that went in like six minutes, and it was just like for everybody to be like, "Okay, guys, we have one more match for the match you actually care about. Go figure your shit out." You know, like it was, it was that match, um, which is a shame because I really like both. Did of somebody them, save actually, Lee but, Moriarty, yeah. <laughs> please, 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 just, dude, get him in a Shinigami mask. He can come over. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's all right. Um, yeah, we need intergender stardom. Leo Rush can wrestle Koguma, and uh, Lee Dude, Moriarty can wrestle Mike or something. It's fine. We'll get him. We'll get them in masks. We'll figure it out. Lee Moriarty Micah sounds like a crazy good match. That's mm-hmm. the thing. That sounds so fun, actually. Yeah, listen, Lee. Lee's good. We we like Lee. That could actually be a masterpiece. That's but, true, yeah, shout yeah. out to Lee. Just get just get the Joshi dudes over. That that'd be funny. Just you know, let them. Yeah. And take bumps. Get filthy over here, you know. Dude, listen, I'm sure Leo Rush. Thought... Leo Rush is the same size as yeah. half these people. I don't know if Leo Rush is a Joshi no, fan, that's... but I think he would. He'd probably have fun working with Koguma. He would fit. Like, you, you could yeah. just, you could tell this dude would be like, hell yeah, let's do it. So, um, yeah. Anyway, Phil... again, <laughs> Stardom podcast, but Leo Rush is like the only motherfucker care. Like he's carrying. Yeah, I, right I now. saw. He is going insane. I saw a clip of him, and I was literally just like, why isn't this dude in the high speed division? Get him over here. <laughs> He's too good for that company. No, Let's go. Get 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 Leo Rush over here, man. We need Leo in the high speed GP or something. Um, we'll trade kid. We'll trade kid for Leo, please. Yeah. I, I said it. I don't care. Trade Leo, trade Leo for kid, please. <laughs> uh, anyway, this this was a cool match. This uh, Mahime versus Oeda Tai Children. It was. It's one of those yeah. openers where you are like, this is good, right? Like you have to pause yeah. and go, oh wow, <laughs> this is good. Like that's how that's how good. It no, was. I felt the same way. Yeah. I felt the same way. I was like, damn, everybody had a good performance. You know, I mean, obviously it wasn't like the most remarkable match ever, but it was just a good performance by everybody involved. Um, it was pretty fun. And yeah, Michael won with the Kata Hajime, um, which was dope. I gotta, I gotta uh, say, I am. Oh, sorry. Go uh, I gotta say, this show felt like there was a lot of energy in it, even though they were in the middle of nowhere in Fuji. Like, it felt like they were all trying. And I don't know if it's because Showcase was on and they were kind of on a bit of a buzz. Because they they knew there's a TJPW car and a Karkin on the same day, and we're kind of like we got to do our best here. But it felt like everybody was really giving it their all on this show. Like every match had a lot of energy to it. Yeah, every match that I, I watched had energy mm-hmm. to it for sure. Which is sometimes the issue with these house shows where people just aren't arsed. But like this one, I really felt it's like everybody valid. was into it. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Like not expecting everybody yeah, I, to go I, off. I thought. Like I said, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff I watched, I was like, "Oh yeah, this was, like was good." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you kind of have to recognize it. Definitely. Um, now the next match was an eight-woman tag match. This was Momotanabe, Starlight Kid, Saki Kashima, and Natsuko Tora beating Hazagi, Koguma, Hanan, and Saya Ida. Uh, Tora pinned Hanan with a Swanton Bomb in under ten minutes. 
um, this was the cute one because there was a kid, and uh, I think his dad were were like dressed. A whole family. Yeah, was they they were dressed, dressed as like in a way to take. Yeah, it. like the kid looked like Natsuko Tora had the face paint, had the hair yeah. dyed, or maybe sprayed instead of dyed. It was, yeah, um, yeah. and it was really cute. And a way to tie and notice them, and I feel like two or three of them were like laughing because they were like, "Holy shit!" Um, and Natsuko yeah. went over and took photos with them and stuff like that, and it was really cute. Uh, it's, it's just really nice. Um, she also, everybody was walking to the back, and she like got out after the match. Uh, everybody was walking to the back, and she got out of the ring, and she just went up to him and just squatted down to him and pat him on the head mm-hmm. and just walked. That was away. nice. And I was like, that's so sweet. And um, I remember stars kept looking Shouts at them Natsuko. during their entrance. They were like, oh my god, it's the way to tie it up. Yes, it, that was really <laughs> nice as well. Um, so that that was cute, and um, yeah, the match was the match was cool. Um, it was a lot of Natsuko and Hanan down the stretch so if that sounds like something you'd enjoy probably give this a watch because honestly um that's going on on is not a bad uh pairing no, definitely not no they've been at like they, they i don't think they're in the same class but they trained together obviously hana was mm. 12 but they, they have history and they usually have good showings to, i didn't watch this match all the way through i kind of skimmed it um but they usually have good showings against each other so I wouldn't. I wouldn't write it off if I were you. I was just didn't have time. That's fair. Person. Yes. Um, the match after that then was a blue goddess t- block match. It was Ami Sore and Mirai beating Miyu Amasaki and Azumi. Uh, Mirai pinned. I feel like she pinned Azumi. Did she? Oh, I didn't. No, Do you know what? Yeah. <laughs> My Stardom World stopped working before this <laughs> match finished, so up. I never finished it. So, um, I th- I think yeah. I was only a minute or two away from the end, but I didn't want to refind where I was. But like Stardom World just shut down for the night while I was watching it, and I just kind of forgot until now that I never finished it. So um, I assume Mirai pinned Miu because they were doing the finishing stretch. Um, yes. Yeah, she pinned her with the Miramari shock, and I thought this was a solid match uh, up until the point where Stardom World was like, "Lol, no." So um, yeah, that was that was that. Yeah, I thought it was it was fun enough. Major development. Miu winks during her entrance now. Wow. When she gets her pose. Holy shit. Yeah, huge, huge, huge. She actually has changed something. <laughs> um, but no, I I thought that like she got to kind of showcase her stuff a bit better. Um, showcase her selling a bit better. Uh, she got her knee bar in, which I remember like early on. I was like, that's like the best thing she does, and then she just stopped doing it. Um, <laughs> but she get she got Mariah in her knee knee bar, and Mariah sold it pretty well. Um, she got to the ropes, but you know that was fun. And yeah, I thought it was like one of the better O2 lines matches, mm. I guess. Um, it was it was just, you know, her selling was on. I think that's the thing with these matches that it's like if Miyu's selling is good and whoever she's wrestling against is laying her shit in, uh, it'll usually be all right yeah. to good. Um, if Miyu is off on her selling or if the person she's wrestling doesn't really have great offense, um, then it's usually pretty meh. And Mirai beats the shit out of motherfuckers, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so and Miyu was selling well, so that was fun. Azumi and Ami also did fun stuff because Azumi's like, I could chop you harder, and she chopped her, and she's like, My fucking hand, bro. <laughs> and then Ami's like, Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> and then she starts beating her up. And I was like, That's dope. I love that. Um, yeah, it was fun. There, there was, I didn't, I didn't find it, it being as bad as some of the O2 line matches had. I think it helped that uh, Ami and Mariah had an impromptu chop-off where they were trying to chop Miu harder than the other one. I thought that was very fun. Yeah, um, But yeah, that was that was, that was was the match that... Uh, it was funny because... Sorry. Uh, it's funny because 
during this match, I was like, damn, Ami would have a really a, a banger against Ida because she just chops really well. Didn't they wrestle? And then I looked back at my yes, I looked yeah. back at my five star spreadsheet and I was like, oh, that was Ami's best match in the tournament. Who would have thought? Mm. <laughs> like in my opinion, yeah. at least. you know, like I was like that. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the match after that was uh, Natsupoi and Tam uh, beating My Sakurai and Lady C. Uh, Tam pinned My Sakurai with the Tiger Suplex. Um, I thought this was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, my and Lady C didn't. They they've kind of stopped doing the fumbling. Uh, what you call it? Odd couple tag team like yeah. yeah the odd couple. Uh, they've stopped kind of doing that fumbling odd couple tag team thing, and they're just trying to win now, and it's 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 kind of good. Um, and obviously Meltier are pretty cool, so I I enjoyed this. Uh, Meltier doing the full entrance is in the middle of nowhere. Is still the funniest shit to me. Like they're. They're doing it. It's so dramatic. Yeah, like they're they're doing the <laughs> they're lip syncing. They're doing the dance. They're doing the routine. All the while, they're just in a warehouse in Fuji. Like, it is so. Yeah, I want crappy. them to like wrestle on like a farm and do you know, that. You know, what I mean, like just like somewhere yeah. like just. Crazy. We need them in the basement monster. Go to the Sendai The farm. basement monster or yeah. Shin Shinkiba first ring. <laughs> just, just, just for Please. the optics of them trying to dance in such a small space. <laughs> I need it. Uh, but yeah, the song is great though. I keep, every time I hear it, I like it more and more. Um, so it's a good, it's it, a it great is. song. Uh, somebody has clipped their performance um, from the Bushiro thing, so now you can just watch just their performance, and it's great. Um, so mm. the world needs that. Um, but yeah, this this was a fun match. Um, I don't know if you watched it. You don't. I don't think you did. I didn't. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> um, the next match then was a Red Goddess block match. It was Tomoki Inaba and Siri beating Saya Kamatani and Utami Hayashishta. Uh, Siri pinned or Siri beat Saya with the White Tiger submission. Um, the Biako. Yeah. Uh, so Karate Brave. That was wild. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, she just tapped out. She just tapped yeah. her out, like just straight up, like just." I thought it was going to because I, I didn't know the the finish. Oh yeah, same. Yeah, I thought event. it was going to a draw. Um, I thought I was going to draw 1%, and I was like, this is dope. This is a good high-end tag team. And then, like, high-end tag team match. And then Saya just lost, mm. and I was like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> um, Karate Brave doing the demo in the middle of nowhere is also cracked. It is just as cracked as Meltier. Like, you're in, a, you're in the yeah. middle of nowhere in Fuji, and you're here doing poses and, and thrusts. Like, that is so amazing. Um, you know, I, I said this a few weeks ago that I was like, I love the Karate Brave thing still. Um, I hope they always do it for every match. And you're like, eh, I, I skipped it. I was like, how dare you? And then yesterday you were like, I love this. I was like, exactly. Well, you I don't it. love that. I just think Thank it's you. Like, I just think it's so Shut up. insane that it's like entertaining. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. Um, funny story about this match, right? Siri and Utami hmm. started it off, okay? And my yes. brain went to fuzz until Tomoki yeah. Inaba and Saya tagged in. I literally yeah, too. took in nothing from Utami and Saya. And as <laughs> soon as Inaba and Saya, as soon as Inaba and Saya tagged in, I was back. Like my brain. No, went. you want to know what, what? happened? Uh, I, I same exact thing. I wrote the, my notes as as ex- exactly as I wrote. Uda and Shuri, because I, I call Utami mm-hmm. Uda sometimes. Uda and Shuri start with the graps, 
and then hand the reins over to Sayanidaba. And then I start ta- like talking about the actual match. I was like, they did the graps, and then they didn't, and then the match yeah. started. <laughs> That's so strange. I literally just, I went to Fuzz. Like, I took in none of it. I think I think that's one thing. I love them together, but they do not need to do exhibition ever again. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they, they never need a feeling out process ever again, period. Even in tag matches, I just don't need it. Mm-hmm. Like nobody needs it. They're great together, don't get me wrong, but it's just not necessary anymore. Very true. Um the the match that I did see anyway, the ninety percent of it that I did uh I was awake for, um, was pretty good. Uh they worked over Inaba for a bit, yeah. then things came back. Uh, Siri and Inaba, their strength is kicks and stuff, and they didn't throw a lot of those. So, you know, they were all holding back quite a bit, but I thought it was a pretty solid match for kind of what these two teams can do. Um, but there's obviously a better match in them. Yeah, I mean, I I, <laughs> I was like, damn, I want I want Inaba to challenge. Yes. That that was my opinion. Um, but no, I I, I did really like this match. I thought it was really high high end um i'm i my eyes lost my chance i i apologize <laughs> yeah i i thought this was i thought this was similar I thought, I, i'm just i'm just going back to reading my notes because like sometimes like i have my notes in case this happens and then i just like stopped being able to read for like five mm-hmm. seconds i was like what just what just happened um no i thought this was like similar to the karate brave black desire match where it just felt like a high-end tag team match. You know what I mean? Like, it, it didn't feel like, okay, they're going to wrestle and then somebody's going to win because it's a tournament and they do this every fucking day. It felt like they were, like, going at it. They definitely had a better match in them. I, I wouldn't say this was, like, the same, like as good as that Black Desire match, in my opinion. Um, but I saw Aphrodite, like, trying and, like, re- like giving it a tag team effort, and I, I missed that from them. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I really appreciate it. Interesting. I didn't think they were. Um, I didn't think really either team went full in, but you know, I can uh, I can respect it. Um, there was another match on that show. Where's it gone? Oh shit! Where did it go? Hello. <laughs> oh no. Had... The next match. Yeah, I mean, I had it. it uh, it's... it's Mafia. Yeah. Bella and where, where is it? Where did it go? Hello. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> we are just we're just fumbling the red at goddess this point. block match. It was Momokogo and Mayu Utani beating Tekla and Julia in eleven and a half minutes when Mayu pinned Tekla with a moon salt. Um, Mayu and Momo were probably the only team that are going at it for every tag league match, and Mafia Bella are really good. Um, my biggest takeaway from this match though is Mayu Utani is just in her bag lately. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah what she's up to like there was a there was a move she did here where it looked like she was going for the um god what you call it? you know where she's on their back and she like flips them over stunt rise stretch wait no oh the crucifix? the crucifix it looked like she was going for that but she turned it into a roll-up like a jackknife pin oh yeah, yeah, and yeah i was yeah. like this woman <laughs> is just doing shit and it's great and i, I was just like she's the best wrestler in this company how did they not give her that IWGP belt? She would be, oh my god! Like, dude, she's so great. Mayu and Tekla is also a great pairing. Yes, yes. Like, oh I don't god. know, I don't remember how you felt about it, but that SWA match from earlier this year, underrated banger. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they they were going at it. Like, they really have great chemistry together. Um, so we saw that here. That was really fun. Um, no, I, I totally agree. I think Mayu really is just like that girl. You know, what I mean, like she's just she's that woman. 
she is i mean again we talked about last week but she is uh the number one stardom all wrestler all time oh yeah right like it's it's so far and away um it's gonna take some time for utami to catch up type of thing you know like because obviously i i've talked about that as well but like that that is that's the chase is who is going to be who is going to like get to bayou's level at any point ever um in terms of all time for the stardom roster i would even argue that like Mayu's run in stardom over the past what 10 12 years or 11 or 12 years is one of the best uh like wrestlers stories like synonymous with the company like ever like like she she's the john cena of fucking stardom she is the fucking stone cold steve austin of stardom she is the rick flair of wcw she is the she's all of that but better like she is just that fucking girl right it's just absurd um and when she like she I don't want to say she carried this because she had three very competent wrestlers, but Komomo got her ass beat and this just didn't tag back in. So Mayu was just in the ring for like most of the match and she just, she did it like it was fucking a cakewalk. Yeah. Like she was just like, yeah, I, I could, I could wrestle for this entire match against two wrestlers um, and make both of them look great and look myself look great and, you know, give my, give my partner some uh, hope spots in between. Like she, it's just absurd. It's, it's really insane. Um, She's great. Yeah, no, my is my is amazing. Like my, I I remember just seeing that spot, and I was like, dude, this it's so effortless to her. Like, why, why didn't they give her the belt? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. She's she's just unbelievable. Know, man. Like it's so honestly. So my Tam would have been a great. Oh man, dude, listen, like, that that was why I wanted her to be the champion is because we'd get like regular big Mayu matches, and that would just that's just the best shit, mm-hmm. right? Like that's that's all you could ask for. Um, like she's just so fantastic. It, it's easy to forget sometimes, but and like, like there's just nobody on her level when she's going. And like I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy, but like Mayu and Tam's only issue in singles matches is them going too mm-hmm. long, and they ain't going too long until yeah, them. you know what I mean. Oh like they could have a, they would have a banger. Yeah. You know, they would have like that, like they they would benefit from being on the other mm-hmm. card, right? They would benefit from being the third or fourth match. Um, I don't know where they're going to put them. Maybe they're like, you know, maybe not like second, like semi-main, but maybe they're like fourth from the top, which would be a pretty big mm-hmm. thing considering there's 700 belts. But like really any part, any place on that card, Mayu and Tam could have a great yeah. match. I don't know if the same is true for Kyrie and Tam just because of time constraints and Kyrie's better in this sort of sense. And I, I just really wish that Mayu and Tam was the Tokyo Dome match personally. Um, but besides that, uh, this was a good match, the Mafia Bella one. Um, it reminded me of that one tweet um, about how the Mafia isn't an aesthetic, and then somebody re- replied by saying, I, I cook at the pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, that- that's this match. Because, like, how did they lose? They lost to Momo Kogo, bro. I know that Mayu, like, carried. Yeah. But, like, they lost to Momo Kogo. <laughs> this, this, they, listen, they, listen. What, what labels, Mayu got tired of taking L's. She, she was like, no more, man, no more. I'm doing this myself. Yeah. <laughs> I am doing this myself. I am stepping yeah. in, and I am doing this shit yeah, myself. I, I, yeah. I dropped my um, SWA belt. I didn't get the IWGP belt. I am not losing anymore. Screw this. And, uh, yeah, we, you know, good for her. We love her. Uh, um. That was that show, though. We do have two shows to preview. This was also first time that Momokogo got to close a main event. Like, that was one nice, main event, yeah. I'm pretty sure. she, she didn't know what she was saying, but everybody she was She started really crying. Yeah. Everybody was really supportive. She, she started straight up crying. Everybody came in and was like, 
good job, Momo. Even though you weren't really in the match. <laughs> yeah. And she messed up the outro. But, you know. Yeah. Everybody does that's, that. I'm, yeah, you mess it up less than the people in the company. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was fun. I, I, I like that my was like, hey, she can, she can close it. Um, we do have two shows to preview. We kind of previewed them a little bit when we were talking last week. Um, so I don't think we're going to do a lot on them. Some things have changed. Some things have changed. That's true. Um, Mafia Bella did lose a match. Mm-hmm. So... It is a lot more like at stake than initially thought. Um, Black Desire can still technically win. I don't see it though. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just talking out loud. We can we can actually yeah. get into the show if you want. <laughs> um, so the first show to preview was on the 23rd. No, it's not the 23rd. <laughs> it's the third of December. The third. Uh, this is in the Bell Style Takadano Baba. The opener is the Stardom Rumble. Uh, in this match is mm. Saida <laughs> Hanan. Utami, Sayakamatani, Lady C, Hina, Julia, Mai Sakurai, Tekla, Natsukotora, Raka, and Rina. Why? Get everyone on the card. Where is this? The Bell Cell. Takadanobaba, you know the, the relatively <laughs> big place they run in Tokyo? Yeah, I got yeah. Anyway, that's that match. I'm sure somebody will win that. Um, the, the actual match <laughs> of Blue we got this block match. It's Mahime versus Waka and Saki. Well, look, we all know who's winning there. Um, the yeah. match after that is Azumi and Miyu Amasaki versus Nanai Takahashi and Yu. And I'd imagine seven up win. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot that the blue block is basically done. Because, yeah. like, if <laughs> if Mike and Hameka just win the matches, then they simply yes. win. Like, there's no math to be done. We love that. Um, so yeah, I've been up winning to keep pace with Mahime, probably. Uh, the match after that is Hazuki and Koguma versus Marai and Amisore for like the fourth time this year. Um, that, uh, yo. <laughs> that might go to a draw. Um, I think FWC needs to win it. Do they? Yeah, they really? need to win it. Okay. Because that... then they then they would get to they'd get to eight, mm-hmm. and Mahime would be on ten. So they would, they like if FWC beat the Kyokos mm-hmm. and then beat, um, what's their faces? Um, why did I say that? I love them, Mahime. Um, if if FWC beats both of them, they get to 10. And if BMI loses to, um, set, oh, wait, no, I think FWC is just out. Like, I don't think they have any, I think they're just fucked on math. Okay, but they might finish in around the points total, so yeah, they probably do beat Mariah and Ami. Yeah, and then Mariah and Ami, um, oh no, Mariah and Ami could beat 7-Up. Mm-hmm. Is that the last day? No, 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 7-Up no, is, is against uh, BMI. And BMI needs to lose that. Well, no, they don't. My Hime could just win. Yeah, never mind, it doesn't matter. No, I, okay, I do think, I do think FWC is going to win uh, against the players. Okay. Um, match after that, Siri and Tomoka Inaba versus Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death. Um, Karate Brave come into this one with seven points, and their opponents have four, no, two, two. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that block is really all over the place. I think Karate Brave winning to keep pace with everybody. 
I don't know. I think Karai Brave might need to drop this one. No, they don't. They don't have to. But okay, okay well, so yeah. if they win this they're... one, if they win this one, and then they're gonna win against My Sakurai and Lady C. Um, so they have four points. So that would be eleven. Yeah. I don't um, think My Sakurai and Lady C I... go pointless though. Oh, do you think they're beating Karate Brave? Possibly, yeah. Well, My Sakurai has a flashpin. They would have to be Karate Brave, like an established flashpin. They haven't yeah. used it in a while. I mean, but if, she does have it. If 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 Karate Brave wins this match and then wins against My Sakurai and Lazy, so if they win the two met these two, they have to be upset, or else they're going through, um, because outside of Meltier, everybody only has one match left that is in contention. Yeah. Um. So they have to drop either. The, I think they drop this match and then beat My Sakurai Lazy. I think my soccer Lacey go winless. Hmm. Okay. If they were gonna win, I think my soccer I would have like rolled up uh Momo, Kogo. Uh, or pretty much anybody easier to beat than Shuri's like, team. I don't think they have another match, do they? They don't so, I mean they kinda have to win this one. I feel like you, you were underestimating my Sakurai having a flash pin. I feel like, I feel like fucking Shuri and Tomoko, Tomoko, <laughs> Jesus Christ, too many names, bro. Um, and Tomoko Inaba just beat uh, Saya clean. But it's a tournament. Um, That's how this works. I know, but <laughs> they haven't lost anybody but the well, champions. Yeah. Like I, I feel like Saki Kashima being the spoiler, um, because she always is, it makes more sense mm-hmm. than my Sakurai just I becoming the spoiler. You know, like. I feel like hell. Saki could pin, could pin Shuri. Well, yes, yes, but I don't know. I feel like I don't think my my Sakurai could pin pin either of them. It really. might not pin a load of people in the GP. She not have a good GP. She yeah, had a good like, GP, but that's because she was Tekla. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> she still she still has it. I don't know. I feel like I would sw- swap them around, but it's okay. Um... The next match, anyway, is Mayu Utani and Momokogo versus Momotanabe and Starlight Kid. Um, see, Petrock have four. All I know is Petrock have four points. Black Desire have five. Oh, wow. Okay. And their last match is against. Petrock have like two matches left, so I feel like they can drop this one and they'll be okay. The, oh, oh yeah, their last match is against Saki and Death, yeah. so they could drop this one, then go to six. Um, if you want to keep Black Desire in, I would find it way cooler if they went to eight and Black Desire <laughs> uh, sat. Right? That would be really funny to me. Oh, um, okay. So Petrock on this show face Meltier and Black Desire. So I don't know which one they're more likely to beat. Probably Meltier because they're. Wait, they have two matches on this show. Yeah, God they're damn. still catching up from Momokogo missing some shows. I'd say they lose. I'd say they lose to Black Desire here and then beat Meltier because Meltier needs to drop some points. So I would probably say that's how it goes. Yeah, I mean Mayu could just easily beat yeah. Koi, right? Like yeah. it's not hard. So um, I think that would be all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is a loaded fucking yeah. block. That's the thing about about Lady C and my Sakura is that it's like. <laughs> like they are the only team with no weak link because they're both weak links, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the issue. Um, <laughs> Cause like my, my, you can beat anybody 
and not calling Inaba a weak link, but Shuri could literally beat anybody. Um, you know, like it's Julia could beat anybody, Utami or Sai could beat anybody. Like it, they're Tam or Natsuki could beat anybody. They're the only team that like does not have someone who like has a consistent, uh, you know, winning record against anybody in the t- entire tournament. So, all right, it's kind of an issue for them. That's fair. But yeah, I, I'd say Peach Rock over Meltier and then fall to Desire. Yeah. Um. The last show to preview then is on the 4th of December. This is the final of the Tag League. Thank God. This isn't going to be live, it is, is it? I think. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, shit. Let's do um, So the opening match is Azumi and Miyu Amasaki versus Waka and Saki. Well, we know who's getting the win there. Um, the match after that is Mirai and Amisore versus Sai, Ida, and Hanan. And you have had that as... This, this is where yeah. we win. This is where okay. we win. So you've had that as a win. I believe that we will win. <laughs> okay. Please. God. I believe that we will win. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> I believe that we will win. So wholesome. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, the match after that then is Nanai and you versus Natsuko Tora and Raka. Um, that? I don't know. Did that go to a draw? Wait, fuck. I, uh, Wingori ain't winning. That's a draw. I forgot Mirai's challenging. Oh? You can Ami. <laughs> I, I, I don't think she pins Ami. All right. Okay. Um, well, in that case, the new. Er- oh God, I don't know. <laughs> How many points are I the new errors on then? Eleven. No, then they'd just be on nine because I I have them losing the FWC and they're right, on seven okay. right now. So. They would so they'd go. Yeah, that makes would, too much they'd sense. They'd be o- Would they not Damn. be zero and three against FWC then? Or like, well. Oh, two they'd and be o one. Oh, one and one. Or no, yeah, O2. So, yeah, I don't know if they do that. FWC is a better team. Like, forehead, come on now. It's <laughs> not how they do things. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> um, so you and Nanai versus Raka and Natsuko. I'd, I'd say that might go to a draw. Just to keep... I, I, either it goes to a draw or uh, way to tie to squalifies yeah. themselves. All right. Um, then FWC versus Mahime, and we just have Mahime winning forehead. Okay. Yeah. Then we have Siri and Inaba versus Sakurai and Lady C, and you have Inaba and Siri. Over yeah, and I have Mai and Lady C. The match after that is Julia and Tekla versus Momo and Kid, and that is that would be based on our estimations. Black Desire on seven, and their opponents who Black Desire versus Julia and seven, Tekla. and then um... Black Mafia Bella on eight. Mafia Bella probably wins because um, they would be able to win the tournament and Black Desire wouldn't. I think who's Aphrodite's last match? It's Meltier. Um Well if Aphrod no, if, if Mafia Bella wins, then Aphrodite's out. Oh, okay. So I I think Black Desire has to win. Um so what, they, they go to nine. And then it's Black Desire, Aphrodite, Meltier. Um, what? So, so last day, it's very possible that Black Desire needs to hope for a draw between Meltier and Aphrodite, and then it will be a playoff for the final, right. which is yeah. not going to happen. So Black Desire would technically be be in. I think Black Desire over Mafia Bella. They are technically in at nine, but whoever wins Aphrodite, uh, Meltier actually goes through. And I um, assume we would both have Aphrodite. 
Aphrodite versus Mahime. Yes. Okay. Uh, we did skip a match there, but it's Peach Rock versus um, Ukigen and Saki, and that's kind of a dead rubber. No, and neither team really has much of a chance. Um, unless Mayu and Peach Rock should yeah, win. Well, unless, uh, like, if Peach Rock pull off the impossible, they could go to 10 points, but I doubt they beat Meltier, Black Desire, and thing, um, so. They can go to 10 points. Dude, they could they win. Could, but because if they if they won if they win all of their matches if they win all of their matches Mafia Bella wins their match on the final day they right. win. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's Aphrodite and Meltier as the shootout, and Aphrodite through to face Mahime. Mahime wins the tournament. Well, I don't. I don't think. I don't fucking think Peach Rock's gonna win. I, but I'm I saying that, that. It's, it, like they they <laughs> they can win, and I think that's really cool. Um. But yeah, it's definitely Aphrodite Meltier is the big, big boy match, and then Mahime Aphrodite Golden the Gen. Final is on this generation. show, right? It doesn't say it on the card, but uh, I mean, it sh- it has. Yeah, to where be, else yeah. do they have it? So yeah, that I don't know. That's very weird though. They just don't don't have anything. The show, but it's there anyway. Yeah, does did they have it for the like? Uh, they usually do for the GP, show. yeah. It That's usually strange. says like block winner versus block winner. So, has somebody tweeted about it? Um, no. Well, I, I imagine it's just like a probably, typo. yeah. Then. Well, that's that. Then we have a, a very quick go through of the the tournament because literally, I don't think anybody cares about tag league, and uh, my brain is not capable of math anymore. Mine is. Well, good for you. <laughs> my Hime is okay. gonna win. That's. Shouts out Micah Style, the one true religion. I'm, I'm Catholic, I shouldn't have said that. I don't think any religion is allowed to say um, it. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, shouts out all religions. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, shouts out Micah Style. Shouts out Jamaica. It's pretty, I don't know. Um, yeah, love them. Hope they win yep. the belts. All right. Um... But yeah, that'll be Tag League. Uh, we might get a clearer picture of what's to come as well after all of this because uh, with Tag League over, there's going to be people free to make challenges. We'll probably get a press conference sometime in the next week to announce the full card for Dream Queendom and probably the card for the New Blood show based on how they have tend to have done those recently. They do a New Blood and a pay-per-view kind of at the same time. Um, so yeah. that probably will be next week if I had to guess. Um, but yeah, we'll be back then next week to run that all down if it does happen. And if not, we're going to review Tag League. We're also going to talk about whatever Mina Shirakawa is up to because she called up Tokyo Sports and was like, hey, lads, I'm going on holiday. So clearly she's going to do something. Um, but we have no idea what. So Imagine if she's just a troll. Imagine if she's just doing the, the Brian Pillman bit. And she's just like, I'm doing crazy shit. And then it's like, ah, I'm yeah. just hanging out. <laughs> I'm just chilling at yeah. home, bro. I, I feel like Tokyo Sports wouldn't pick it up unless there was a reason. But like, I genuinely have no idea. Like, Maybe she's going to be on a taping for something. I don't know if she can even wrestle because maybe her draw is still like in bits. We have no idea. Yeah, I feel like it would... I feel like this is a strange timing. Yeah. Whatever like, if is. you're gonna, f- um, can you fly if your jaw is like that? Because wouldn't the air pressure like mess yes. you up? Well, I, what's the state of her I jaw right know. now? <laughs> Quite frankly, that's that's I, the I issue. I mean, because like fly, um, she could work. That one, that that one anti-Semitic dude uh, wrote one of his you're best gonna have songs. To, you're gonna have to performed it. Like whittle that down. 
that one anti-Semitic dude through the wire, through the wire. Like it's the it, he's the most famous dude to ever fucking rap a song with his jaw wired shut. Alex, oh, come on oh, now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was the joke. You just oh, said anti-Semitic dude, and I was started... like, "What? How, like you're gonna have to wit number." I was going to All clarify. Right, I was going to clarify. You make me Star Wars is just making each other explain well, no, our jokes. Just, like that's <laughs> like you couldn't have been talking about Kanye or Kyrie. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> well, Kyrie never. Sorry, not, never, not, not never our Kyrie now. Kyrie, wire, Kyrie you know? Irving, not our Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie, no, I know. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, this is too long. We we don't want to talk to each other anymore. We just dis we disavow anti-Semitism. Let me preface yes, that. Yes. Um. Anyway, the close the show. Like Understand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Gabagool. Oh Is that not anti-Semitic? <laughs>